Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Tyler. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I'm Brett. Along with us again, producer Randy. There it is. See, I was going to crack my beer open, but I cracked it the first take, and then producer Randy said, nah, not yeah, good. Start he, over, boys. Yeah, he called no bueno on he that said, one. He said, yeah, you know what? You're going to stay at first. Do not go to two. Do not collect 200. Well, talk. speaking about Randy... He's got us talking today about Oktoberfest. That sounds like something Randy would enjoy. No wonder we're doing it. Yeah, you know, it is October. And it is a fest. It is a fest, boys. So why, October. Don't, why don't we get into that a little bit? Chris, you see me, Gur? Why don't you get uh, started there? Well, as we, I think, all know, uh, Oktoberfest is a German festival, uh, you know, originated in Germany. Uh, it's held oh, annually. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Brett seems surprised here. Uh, <laughs> that also doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, held over a two-week period, uh, ending on the first Sunday in October. So yep. kind of funny enough, it actually starts in September. Go on. Um, originated on October 12th, 1810. So it's over 200 years old. I think it was, a, I think it was raining that day? Uh, probably. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Maybe a little sunny towards the north. Yes. Yeah. I, it, I, I think it was warm, though. Uh, <laughs> Could have been. Anyways, a, a warm rain. <laughs> uh, it, it, it started in celebration of the marriage of the crown prince to Bavar- of Bavaria, mm-hmm. who later became King Louis I, to Princess Teresa von Sachsen Hildenbrassen. Hildenbrassen. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it wasn't that great, but uh, we'll uh, take it. My German's not too sharp. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's not. So, someone get in here as we uh, as For sure. we dip into so, this beer. So let's talk about this beer. Let's talk about Actually, it. Actually, before we dip into it, so we are drinking from Broken Rail out of St. Mary's, Ontario, Slippery Rail, which is a pumpkin ale. The ABV is 5.8 and the IBU is 17. Um, so yeah, brewed locally in St. Mary's, Ontario. This was not brewed in 1810. I, I sure as hell It, it might have been brewed at 1810 on the clock, which would be what, 610? 610, yeah. Which is, which is possible. And then, you know what, because producer Randy is one of a kind, he's he drinking... He likes to be different. His own, actually from Flying Monkeys, which was early uh, on in the season. It was. Um, Theater of Madness. And so that is a pumpkin lager. So we've got an ale. We've got a lager on the uh, episode today. That's what we're drinking. Um, let me get into it. So the German festival is the largest Volksfest, which is a beer festival, and traveling uh, kind of fun fair, right? I thought that was when Volkswagen had their sales. No, no. I think that's... <laughs> what sale? They were in a sale. That was after the whole carbon crisis for Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. So the actual event is is free. Okay, now you have my attention. So if you guys want to go at some point in time, let me know, and I will see you guys off. But uh, not free to get there. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, never free to get there. I thought it was like free flight, free everything. Yeah, so when you get there, obviously, you can get in the gates for free, but the food, the beer, all that extra stuff, apparel, um, glassware... The gotta, proper got to bring home a stein, I think, or das boot, or das boot, yeah, is is obviously going to cost you a little bit um, extra. So, Brett, you're probably one of the most fashionable individuals I know. Uh, perhaps you could give us a little bit of a rundown on what uh, the attire is for the old Bavarian festival. Sure. So, thank you for my lots of trips to Frankenmuth, Michigan. Mm, yes. Um, you know, little, little Bavaria. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll bring it up. Bavaria, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, stayed at the Bavarian Inn many times. Uh, men are going to wear some leather hosens. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yes. Do you know what that is at all? Yes. I see what is it? it? Yeah. It's your Please traditional. Explain. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're wearing the. Um, oh, uh, it's like overalls say, almost. I was going to say overalls, but it's not what I'm thinking of. Suspenders. Yes. More of a suspender on, on top of uh, it. I was going to say like short alls. It's like shorty shorts short with like suspenders. Yeah. yeah usually yeah. leather and brown in color. Mm-hmm. Women. Uh, they're going to wear a, <laughs> a uh, dernis, typically three pieces, yep. a white blouse, skirt, apron. And the way you tie your apron signifies your marital status. Pardon my burp there. <laughs> <laughs> so which way do you tie it? I don't know. Is it left, left, lefty loosey, righty tighty? The lefty. <laughs> lefty it's lefty loosey single and righty tighty mirror. <laughs> All right, we digress. So yes, do you think someone correct. someone's kind of Checking how the women tie their apron. Maybe they're married, but they tie it the single way. You know what? Kinda... It's. I bet you that happens, right? <laughs> yeah. I know going through university, right? We used to have like the red light, like the traffic light kind of system for parties. They used to wear red. It means like no right. go. Yellow means I'm kind of like I'm available, but it all depends. And green's like full go. Right. So what Maybe it's the same sort left? of thing. Yeah. What's that? What about their fancy left green? <laughs> Oh, you're, you're taking this way too literally. Oh, <laughs> All right. So other important events include the parade of Oktoberfest, uh, landlords and breweries, and the, like, the official tapping. So we've seen this in certain uh, locations, right? Um, Powerhouse in London just had their uh, t- uh, cake tapping as well. Right. I know we're going to talk a little bit about probably one of the largest in Canada um, in Kitchener-Waterloo with, with their Oktoberfest. So everybody looks forward to the official uh, tapping of the keg on opening day. Um, at the Schneidelheim uh, tent and the October uh, Fest Mass, also the Bolderstein, uh, which is a kind of like a handheld or uh, handheld cannon salute, and so that happens in front of the Bavaria statue, and that's what you see a lot. And we go back to like Little Bavaria or, or uh, Frankenmuth, where everything's Bavarian, and we're going to get into some of the breweries there. Um, they obviously have like huge uh, polka music concerts, festivals going on at the same sort of time. So you're going to enjoy like this atmosphere. I think we should do this at some point in time. I don't know if it's likely to get all four uh, of us, um, obviously with a rotating producer, but maybe we can get Randy on board. Uh, over over we'll to producer. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be an interesting time. I, I would love to. It. I would love to do. I a will say trip. though, now, now I understand why um, I could hear my neighbor practicing his accordion. Uh, the start of September. Yeah. Getting pumped up for Oktoberfest. Literally pumped uh, up. But anyway, for beers, because I like beers. Uh, so all beers served at the Oktoberfest tents must be from one of Munich's six breweries. So the Pauliner, which is Munich's youngest brewery. Right. Spaten. Hawker Peshor. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Okay. The P might be silent. Yeah, yeah it could yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Hawker Shore. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Augustiner, which is Munich's oldest brewery. Hofbrau. And the lower version of that. Lowenbrow. <laughs> it's actually not Lowenbrow. So with the German dialect, right? So the W's are actually pronounced like V's. It's very much like Latin. Lovenbrau. So it's Lowenbrow. But I've actually we'll heard of Hofbrau and Lowenbrow. The other ones I haven't heard of. But I recently got a book about uh, breweries in the world, and oh, I'm, I'm going yeah. to check this out we after the fact that. because I think it'd be really interesting to see this. So uh, Chris, why don't you uh, give us some more information here? Yeah. So the beer that these breweries are, are producing for Oktoberfest was to follow the uh, Reinheist-Gesbot series of yep. regulations. That's good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yep. Uh, limiting the ingredients in beer in Germany and the states of the former Holy Roman Empire. But 
In 2015, Bavarian brewers voted in favor of a revision to the beer laws to allow other natural ingredients. So, so it only took them 205 years to figure <laughs> <Right>. it out. <laughs> you got to have a revision sometime. So before we move on to the next section, how's everybody's uh, beer tasting? Better it's good. than what I thought it was going to be. It, it is it is sometimes difficult to get like a pumpkin ale or a pumpkin lager because do you get the pumpkin flavor because pumpkin doesn't really have much of a flavor. Pumpkin's pretty bland, right? Mm-hmm. It just becomes more of like an allspice mixed with like cinnamon, and that's kind not of like mag, yep. yeah, not yep. mag, the very like pumpkin kind it, of. It's just basically does it kind of taste like pumpkin pie? No, that's, that's my gauge. I'm it. just gonna sure. go at this uh, gauge of it's a lot easier to get this beer down than it is to say all the German we've just said in the last eight minutes. Sure, sure. point. <laughs> Which reminds me of beer fest, and we'll get there another time. But um, I, I will be honest, Broken Rail. This is probably one of their better beers that yeah, I yeah, that I've had. Too, I so, that, yeah. yeah, right. Um, all right. So, has anybody been to any kind of Oktoberfest events, whether big, small, or somewhere in between? No. Producer I Randy's saying no. Have not. Do I want to? Absolutely. So and producer Rainey's foot in the bill. So I, I have, I've actually been to Kitchen Waterloo's at Bingaman's uh, for Oktoberfest. Yeah. Um, two thousand and thirteen, I believe it was. Um, so it was, it was quite an experience actually. Like I, I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't really into the whole craft beer scene. Right. I understood Oktoberfest from like just a very small sample size. But I feel as though there wasn't many craft beers served at that um, Oktoberfest. No. Just because it was 2013. No, for sure. Hadn't taken off. For right? sure. But again, like Oktoberfest and like craft beer kind of go more hand in hand than Oktoberfest and Coors Light, which is what I was drinking at the time, right? Right. Hmm. So it, it was nice to see kind of different flavored beers. Um, just the, again, the Lederhosen. Um, it was just... Uh, uh, the Coors really, Lighterhosen. Yeah, it was a really cool atmosphere. Like it, it really was. was. We had a good time. Probably more about the costume and the music yeah, and the, the party culture than the it, actual beer itself. For sure, right? it, it was more yeah. of a cultural thing. And um, would have liked to go this year, but unfortunately, uh, tickets sold fast, which is what I'm I'm reading here by producer Randy because uh, <laughs> Randy looked at the same sort of thing and said, "Hey, we should go." And unfortunately, tickets were sold out. Um, but yeah, I definitely something I would go back to, and uh, I really enjoyed myself the first time. I, I had a good group of friends too that went, so it was, it was a fun I, time. I do know that our friends over at Broken Stick, uh, we we featured them in in our first season. They're doing an Oktoberfest this year. They are. Um, they are. So yes. maybe maybe at one point, maybe next year, we can we can maybe connect with them and get up there. Yeah, so kind of to go into that a little bit, they did ask if we wanted to show up. So it's Broken Stick, Hammond Golf, Hammond Eco Resort. It's kind of a big conglomerate. Yeah. Pretty much everything in Hammond. Yeah, and they said, hey, you guys should come out. And unfortunately, with other prior commitments, short notice, we couldn't. But I can tell you right now that if they're having it next year and they want us, uh, we would 100% we will be put there. it in our calendars. We're going to reach out six months in advance because we want to do this and we want everybody to go. We want to meet some people. We want to get out there. So it'll be a good time. Plus, golf and staying in an eco-resort. I mean, can't complain. There are some yurts. Yeah, they big, do have yurts. Big fan of a yurt. Now, with these yurts, do they have uh, Oktoberfest style of beers that will be provided in our yurts or no? Oh, there would be. And we would take we would take those beers with us back to the yurts. 
And what kind of beers would those be, Tyler? Well, let me tell you. So the kind of the beers that go along with Oktoberfest. So we've had the Marzen. So when did we have the Marzen? Very we had recently. That, yeah. Was that our last? Yes, yeah, so it was Anderson. It was. Anderson, the one before um, our last one, yeah. For sure. So that was uh, the Anderson, and we, we had that one. That was good, Autumn, and it, she was a good Marzen. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, another kind of like a beer associated with Oktoberfest is like a Bach. Right, yes. and I don't. We haven't had any on uh, the podcast. No box yet, but no box. we have had some box outside of the podcast, and so that's. I mean, it's a different kind of beer, but uh, there's a, a couple different variants of it. Um, another one is Vienna Lagers, so they're more like a multi light lager. So we always say, you know, a lager's a lager's a lager, but there is a bit of a difference when it comes to Vienna Lagers. Yeah, uh, you're gonna find it more of like that maltier kind of uh, flavor profile. Um, Fun fact, yeah. uh, I actually had a friend who we were at the uh, Brickhouse Brew Pub, as we mentioned at Thames in our previous episode. That's when you weren't there with Randy. This is correct. Okay. And I was with another person, <laughs> and he's actually from a town in Ontario called Vienna, and I never heard of Vienna Lager. So he's like, oh, I got to try this because I'm from Vienna and I need a Vienna Lager. <laughs> Thoughts? Uh, he, he's not a multi uh, person, so he didn't really like it. But still, yeah, he just enough. thought it was cool that there was a Vienna Lager. He's not a real craft beer person, by the way, but still. Fair enough. So, yeah, I, I think in terms of Oktoberfest, I would think of any sort of usually lagers um, and then usually the darker lagers. Like, you're not going to get like a light lager that's crystal clear. You're going to get, get more of like an amber, amber brown ales. Malty. Like, you're going to get where the, the malt of the beer really kind of comes through in the color and the taste like almost that uh caramel flavor um and then now as we get more modern these pumpkin beers is kind of what i would expect right. at an Oktoberfest, and more of like a western style right right like i think that's kind of that comes in now we'd be remiss if we kind of forgot about german style foods well who doesn't uh, like food yeah, and yeah i i would feel awful if i didn't give the honor of this to mr brett pfeiffer that's me yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He's got uh, his hand up. Yeah. You Sausages. can't see that. <laughs> sauerkraut. Come on. Yes. Yes. Who doesn't like sauerkraut on their sausages? I, I love a good sausage. Now, I would not put sauerkraut on your pretzel. No. Uh, no. Uh, that's just me. I wouldn't so, do that. So do you like pretzels? Uh, no, I absolutely despise pretzels. Now, are you talking traditional pretzels or are you talking about like pretzels in a bag? Oh, I'm talking all pretzels. All pretzels? See, like pretzel I, pretzel I only like soft pretzels. I don't like the hard pretzels in the bag. See, Thank goodness they never made like a pretzel style beer because I, <laughs> if they provided that to us on the podcast, I'd be like, eh, you know what? I'm going to set this one out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I believe if I can understand hand gestures here is Randy's the opposite of you, Chris, and likes mm. the hard pretzels, not the soft pretzels. Oh, I interesting. Enjoy, I enjoy both, so I'll, I think that's fine uh, for me to do that, for one. It Two, is. I've uh, recently had uh, Powerhouse. They have a soft pretzel right, yes. with their cheese uh, dip is, is beer as well. It's beer, uh, beer kind cheese of beer cheese, yeah. It is delicious. And they actually have a huge Oktoberfest uh, festival that's going on right now, which we should be there, but we're not because we're recording this for the listeners because we care Priorities, about you too much. Let me tell you. What else uh, do we have for food? What I will food? say, though, is that we both like roast, ho- roast pork and ham. Yeah. Big- or, I shouldn't say both. We all do. Yeah. There's more than two people here. <laughs> there yeah, is. There are. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for food. Like anything German that you can kind of hold in your hand. It's like a, a, a fair, right? Mm, like sure. fair foods, right? Yep. And if you, you guys do really want a funny take on Oktoberfest, uh, check out Brewers Brothers on Netflix. There you go. All right. <laughs> so without further ado, let's raise our glasses and let's give the German cheers, if you will. Prost. 
Prost. All right. So with that uh, being said, that's going to be all for today's producer special on Oktoberfest. Thank you for listening. Yes. Keep on listening. Every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these unique producer specials. Remember everybody to drink responsibly both in Germany and in Canada. Don't drink and drive. So from all of us and producer Randall, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>